0: Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Phoenix Rods and Viking Heads. Check out Phoenix Rods at phoenixrods.com or check them out on Instagram at phoenixrods. Check out Viking Heads at Co on Instagram and vikingheads.com website. Today we have Bass Jesus, Kelly Pupo. Um, Kelly hasn't been on for a while, so we kind of caught up with him to see what he's doing, even though I talked to him once a week and we hang out all the time uh we uh, caught up just about uh everything that's been going on how the lakes are doing in socal um big bait stuff you know he's been fishing tournaments night tournaments and kind of talked about how he's been struggling a little and and stuff's been changing we also talk about um the viking head he helped a lot with that in colors uh and the finesse head which will be available at the end of the month i'm waiting on packaging so uh I've been working my ass off the whole week to make heads, so uh, those will be out. Uh, Thanks again, Kelly, for coming on. Um, Toy Drive, December 3rd, don't forget, I will be making the finalized flyer this week. Everything's mailed mailed out on the, um, uh, definitely mailed out, I I got everything to Chris, I get all announcements on the Patreon, and I'm waiting on Wesley Johnson, I think it is, um, his address, so please, if you listen to this, please message me. Um but what else? Clear Lake 17th through 19th, they'll be up there. Doing a ton of people actually. It's gonna be fun. Uh some of them trying to get will be really good and I'm excited to get them on. Um if you can give a five star review on iTunes, appreciate that. Five star on Spotify and the YouTube, we'll see how it goes. I'm just uh playing it by ear and waiting to get through this whole year, the toy drive and everything so we could see how next year is gonna look. So I uh, appreciate you guys listening. And I hope you like this one. Recording, 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 recording. Houston, we have liftoff. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. We have a returning guest we haven't had on in fucking a year, I think. Uh, He's been here. He's been at my house a lot, helping me with a ton of shit, but uh, he just hasn't been on the podcast. Kelly. Vast Jesus, Kelly Pupo. Um, how's it going, Kelly?
1: Good. How you doing? Tired. Tired. We're all tired. <laughs> tired. We're tired of being tired. Um, it gets worse though, so you better you better get untired I'm now because. Um, how's fishing been for you? I know how it's been, but you can
0: tell everyone else how it's fucking. Been. Oh.
1: Okay, since we started on that topic and it's going to lead to, kind of a topic that we probably should just get, we'll talk about and, mm-hmm. get, and move on. Um, I'm going to say as a whole, it's terrible um, cycle. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the last couple of years, it just seems to be has been gradually tapering off. Seems since COVID was, was in full effect and, uh, more fishermen just, it just seemed things changed. It's almost like the bass got COVID, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's almost like in some places, in some situations, it's like, where are the big bass? And that's not just my question. It's just questions a lot of people have, too. And it's, it's, You don't it's, see them as
0: much. You it's happening,
1: it, but it's happening across the board uh, locally, throughout the United States as well in some areas. Some areas not as bad, but as a whole, it's been tougher. You know, um, Weather has changed quite a bit. <clears throat> we had a lot of rain this year west coast western united states how long well? does it take to level off the fishing from the rain you know what i'm saying like we
0: had so much rain that raised the levels of the lake should it take like a year
1: for it to level off should it take you know well, for the ecosystem moving into that direction the thing is is that don't forget we've had several years of, of drought and mm. we've had multiple low lake levels that were historically low to the point where if we didn't get water, we were going to be in a very very bad situation coming into twenty twenty four, and this year we got the rain and then some, but the problem is is that with these previous low water years we've had the amount of vegetation, uh, plant growth, trees, etc., have become a forest in the lake beds, and the lake beds were full of nutrients and decomp- decompos- decompositions of the of, of the through the vegetations and the lake bottoms with the exposure to the sun. Plant life grew, um, a lot of plant life grew, trees in its form of more hard tree type stuff. And that equates into a, like a jungle. And these lakes now are just jungles of just trees and brush and of different types of local local trees. But um, what happened is, is that our lakes were so low our reservoir so to speak were so low that they uh, came up like a toilet and that's not natural that's not a natural occurrence mm-hmm. and that's not part of the ecosystem of how things gravitate to sustain and have a a, a good balance of the fishery and these fish aren't used to that uh, type of a drastic change and uh, I've seen it before but not as much as I've seen this year as a whole, it's been pretty, pretty devastating. I call it devastating. <clears throat> devastating as far as for the fishing goes, uh, plant life, as far as soft vegetation, our reservoirs in most of our lakes did not receive and grow a lot of healthy vegetation um, because of the fluctuation of the water, how it came up. There wasn't enough sun uh, to penetrate the lake and create that system of, of growth that rate system of growth so that in returns now everything was late and we were getting the grill growth but late in the season but then they still even bluestone the lakes on top of it which to me it's it just makes things even worse yeah and that affected my fishing lack of vegetation uh you know i realized how much that plays a role more now in my type of fishing and what I do, <clears throat> even though I like to structure fish, you know, but the way the things went down this year with the time frame of the late season, so to speak, mm-hmm. and why I say it late, late season too as well is because I was wearing uh, snow, uh, uh, rain bibs all the way halfway through June. I mean, it was February, March weather going into June, you know, May and June were just some weird, like, hardcore pre-spawn, early, early season type situations, and I was fishing in the rain, a light, a light. Rain. I mean, the conditions were great, but the fishing wasn't wasn't really setting up well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, a lot of times too that the fish don't even realize to a point where what time it is, what time of the year it is, you know, and water temp has a lot to do with that, but just the fish are in a in a, in a in a in a mode where they're searching they're suspended more that i can tell you they're suspended a lot more than they have been in the past and they haven't set up on the structure like i have caught them in the past too yeah. um they position themselves a lot different and they're moving they're moving a lot more they're not um you can't target them like you would normally target them seasonally or certain, under certain some certain conditions, it's almost like they're very evasive and hard to find, even with the technology as well, too. But, I mean, these fish are like nomads out there now. They're in the middle of nowhere, you know. And that's another subject we'll talk to, we'll, we'll come into a little bit later. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I had a slow season overall. I mean, the beginning of it was okay, you mm-hmm. know, but it wasn't the norm, and I wasn't power fishing like I normally power fish. Wasn't catching those heavier fish that I normally catch. Um, There were some times I caught some numbers, but nothing really solid like I was hoping to have. Now, moving forward, this is all going to change in the next couple years with the amount of spawn that we have. Mm -hmm. Based off now the survival rate of the spawn because of the density of the trees, the brush, all the vegetation that's out there that... I mean hard vegetation, that's out there where the fry can hide and get away from the the prey. You know, as far as the yeah. stripers and largemouth, yeah. because largemouth eat largemouth. You know, bluegill eat bluegill. Big bluegill will eat baby blue, will eat baby bass. You know, too. They they eat, but the survival rate's been really high. Our lakes are blowing up right now, exploding with four to eight inch bass mm-hmm. I mean it's sickening to the point where there's too many and it's every cast every other cast you can catch them and these guys out there are just I mean complaining you know I had a buddy of mine I'm not mentioning any names but all he did yesterday was take take four to eight inch bass and throw them on the bank all day <laughs> and that's all he did you yeah. know it was what hor- could not get a good bite and he mixed it up didn't matter they're all small fish which is good. You got to thin out the. You got to thin them out. You know, but to, it's it's going to take time for it to
0: to get to where you're going to want it, right? Well, it so now, now that now that you have all these six and and eight or four to eight inch fish, what what's the plan? Would it be like okay, next year we got to start killing some legals
1: size fish well now i mean if you're catching them now you should just yeah i mean you're feeding the coyotes or whatever but you know what um there's just too many but the thing is too is that if you you know you wait next year then you could harvest pound and a half exactly to pound and a half to three pound fish and make fish tacos do you remember earlier in the season do you remember
0: doing any of this early in the early days when you were younger like this same type of cycle happening like say in the early 80s or 90s or you know what i'm saying
1: We've had droughts in the 70s. But we've had the them in the 80s, of, uh, but not not to this extent. Okay. I mean, we've had, we're having more consecutive droughts now. Historically, we're having more extreme te- extremes, somewhat as far as ups and downs. But this year, we had a real mild, we had a mild, mild spring that was almost like where it had where it was spring, mm-hmm. and then we went into a mediocre summer. But it was like the seasons weren't they were, they were not like stop stopping and starting. Now they're just kind of blending together, you know, where I said it before, I'll say it again. We, we, we've got weather like Florida, our weather has been really more mild, somewhat, a lot of humidity, you know, and I can relate to that. You know, I've been there, I've been to Florida, I've seen the different temperatures and, and extremes and stuff. I've been to, I mean, when I was in Texas, I, I, when I flew in Texas, I landed. It was 90, 91, 91, 92 degrees. I think it was the following evening. It was snowing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't deal with that, but, but those extremities are out there. But we're having that with the water levels. So mm-hmm. with our water levels. And now we're actually moving forward. We're having a true cycle right now where we're actually having a true transition. Mm-hmm. We're having fall. You know, and fall usually starts, you know, typically we start feeling it by the third, fourth week of September. We'll feel a little temperature change. Not yet. Huh? And then on top of it now, we, you know, we've, we've already dipped into like an early, a, a solid early fall. And then now we went back into 90 degrees and now we're dropping the 80s and back and forth. Mm-hmm. So that being said is that once the way I look at it is once the temperatures and you have to look at the evening temps is, is the key. I don't care if it's spring, summer winter, fall, whatever it is, look at the evening temps and that will dictate on what's going on and which way the fish are heading and how they're going to react as far as the feeding process. That is like game on. Okay. But then also you have to put in play what, 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 what's going on with the weather that day when you go out. Yeah, the temperatures overnight were dropping down in the, the, the high 50s from opposed to mid 50s or we've got a 10-degree change, those are when the fish are going to start setting up and they're going to want to chew, mm-hmm. in which we've already had those conditions, and we've had a, f- a few small windows where there was a, a decent bite going on. But if you weren't there, you only had one or two days of it, if that, and after that, it's, it's dead. I mean, yeah. it's a dead sea out there. It's a timing thing, you know. Um, and the moon phase, the moon phase this year... Hasn't done much for me at all. <clears throat> I try to follow the moon. I try to get out there when the times, when the conditions are right, but these fish don't know what time it is again. And like I say, you know, these suspended fish are hard to catch in most cases. They're there, but, you know, to go out and fish in 100 feet of water, 200 feet of water, you know, how many guys can do that? How many guys have the patience and are set up? You know, there's a, there's so much behind all that too, but mm-hmm. you know, as far as with the weather the water conditions and everything next year the way things are setting up to be epic yeah and we're already setting up to have a good a good uh, a good a good season i believe um it'll be more on the normal end and hopefully this winter we'll get a thermic a, a true thermocline the shad balls will come back up and we'll be able to catch um tailspin fish mm-hmm. traditionally like you know mid to late november december january you can get on those 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 offshore balls of bait and catch three four pound fish five pound fish out in the middle of nowhere just tracking bait down and fishing those balls which was fun during the winter Mm -hmm. you know um and we haven't had that in in many many years and that's because of our our weather has been mild and our lakes don't turn over traditionally. Shallow water lakes is a different ball game. There's always going to be shallow water fish, but that window of opportunity is very small, and you got to be there at the right time. And uh, it's it's timing. It's a timing thing. And timing right now is the thing. If you're you're there at the right day at the right time, you know you're you're going to catch them. What's the uh, biggest?
0: <clears throat> what did you change this year in your fishing? So like. Usually, you know, you're you're playing the same game every year. You know, it's going to bite this at this time. What did you have to change in your arsenal this year to kind of make up for that?
1: Yeah, it's like throw away the rule book. Yeah, you know, throw away the black book, <laughs> throw away your journal, and uh, get to the lake and figure it out. And you know, um, I I went back and threw a couple of rigs I haven't thrown in 20, 30 years, and and they worked. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and and more on the finesse type stuff you know light lighter lines and stuff and if you want to get bit and just blind cast and you know you know there's fish in the vicinity yeah and you're going to present a bait or a technique or situate deal on a situation that i'll catch one eventually and, and having that background that mindset the confidence it worked it worked and i tell you what the first couple of times i went out and did it was just i smashed them, mm-hmm. and it was like why didn't i why did i put this down you know but then well, there's a reason why I brought it up because fishing got really to a point where I got to go back and bring out the old tools. You know, I got the tools in the toolbox. Believe me, I got all kinds of tools in that toolbox. Some I haven't brought, like I say, 20, 30 years. But we move forward. We move with technology. We're moving with all these advanced techniques and stuff that's being brought to us from all different countries. And we're just consumed and just moving into the next best, greatest thing. And But we forget what we were we were, we were brought up on. We were for, we forgot the basics, but the basics can work. You know, a six-inch hand-poured worm. Mm-hmm. California custom worms I got. I got probably about 2,000 of them, and they're a great worm, <laughs> you know? And I'll still throw them. But it's just, you know, bringing out the new stuff that you have and, and, in, and having to put it down. That's the hard part because it's new. It works. But under these conditions right now it's not working like you you would expect it or how has it worked in the last couple years or whatever but then i put i bring out the new the new i say new for these fish (laughs) old for me but new for these fish and it's something like wow and this younger generation don't wouldn't even know what i'm talking about or look at it like wow okay so when
0: you speak on younger generation like that i had this question for a minute you look at skateboarding bmx whatever you take a guy from you know 15 20 30 years ago and this guy looks super basic you take a guy now they're doing 15 times what that guy
1: was doing now i'm fishing you don't see that it's straight across the board, though. More, you hey, motocross too. Yeah. I used to ride motorcycles too. It doesn't matter, whatever it is. What we did then, we thought we were all evil Knievels and this and that. And today, now, I, just, I mean, come on. We you don't, don't
0: see that in fishing, though. No, that's the thing. Is you take like a Kevin Van Dam and do he still killed it all the way till all the been. way in? You don't see that. These new guys come up that just do something wildly different that just works so good. Is there any? You know what I'm saying has there any guys you've looked at where you're like this guy's a game changer for everything? You don't see the angler like that. And well, even they, the guys that get into the opens and stuff, you don't
1: see them go, "Oh my god, this is the guy." It's all kind of the same. It you have to realize they all got the they all got the same playbook. Yes. And it's the technology, of the computer, and social media. We're all looking at the same yeah. stuff. It's just the individual is what makes themselves the individual. Who's an individual you can think of that's kind of stood out? How about that? That's there's a bunch. There's younger a, younger. There's a bunch of guys that are there's a bunch of guys that are coming out. I'm gonna tell you as far as more 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 relevant, more recent, yeah. Matty Wong is one guy that yeah. just, you know, he's parted the seas, so to speak, in a sense. He he's done things. You know, one day I'll have a talk with him, and I mean, and I mentioned a couple of things to him when I did when I did see him. But to talk to him privately is all is almost impossible. Yeah. But you know, he he's he's done some things, amazing things. But it's also to how he lives his life. You know what I mean? He don't he's not trying to cut corners. He's he's earning it, and he's getting the respect mm-hmm. from people out there, and he's he's being straight up with people, and they're giving them the love right back to him. So it's all it's a hundred percent. So. He's one, he's one particular individual, you know. Um, another one was uh, Alton Jones uh, Jr. Mm-hmm. He's another one that just blew up. That kid is something else. You know, Alton is, is something, something very special. And it's like this new generation that's coming up because we have, they have the access to, to more than their parents, so to speak, mm-hmm. or the ones before them, or including myself. We were very limited we had to go out there and earn it or we had to literally write stuff down take notes yeah. i yeah, mean you could we, research this shit we on had we didn't get. have anything it was a pen and paper you know or you're you reading something you highlight it you know in the in a Bassmaster Mag, Ma, Bass magazine you highlight it you put it away or some or whatever western art western outdoor news mm-hmm. you know you take a clipping out you save it so you got a scrapbook and you're like okay this time of the year they did this and you, and you file all that So that's your, that's your, that is, that's it. That's what you got. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I did that when I was reading up on all these lakes up in Northern California. I read up on them. I read the articles, clipped out, and I kept notes and I kept a file on Clear Lake, Delta, Orville. You know, I did all that. Little did I realize I was going to go up there and compete against those guys one day. But I wanted to be. I wanted to have the knowledge and and the basics because I said to myself, basically, you know, hopefully one day I'd be there. And I did. And it it was rewarding and something that um, with very little information, so to speak, as a whole, Mm -hmm. people would just couldn't, would like, how the hell do you drive up there and fish a day and a half, two-day practice and compete against those guys and cash checks and be in contention sometimes? I was just like, and, and coming across this, some of the top fishermen in, in the Western United States, let alone the world, I'm out there pre-fishing, and I got these guys right by me, and we're, we're checking out the same areas. I'm like, well, I guess I'm doing something right. Yeah. When you start surrounding yourself and seeing that, paying attention to those things, you you compile all that information. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm in the right time, place at the right time of the year. I'm doing the right thing. So you you, you your memory bank everything's got to be right here we got the phone now in fact i'll turn my phone lower my phone but you got the phone now that actually what we do is everything's in our phone in our data bank and whatever but back then everything had to be here so we had to shoot from the hip we had to just look at something whatever it may be the conditions and just make it happen yeah now you got a you got a, a unit you could pull up all kinds of stuff on these units you right? could track storms. You got GPS satellite. You got all this information at your hands. Now, back then, we didn't have... I mean, you're off, I was on Lake Mead one time. And luckily, I was in the basin. And luckily, I knew, I knew there was... We had monsoons coming up. But I'm not lying to you. I got on an island. I was by an, a little island there. And this. I looked across the lake, and it went from literally blue skies clear, calm, to a curtain a dark gray black curtain coming at me and you could see it and you watch the water coming at you from from slick to freaking rollers coming at you and and the rain was right behind that and wind and it was horrible i mean three footers were coming at us and i said we got to go i already told my partner we got to go mm-hmm. he looked at me and goes what do you mean he goes that's coming and within 15 minutes that would hit us and i'll tell you what we had to head in that's how bad it was how but, big, what is a big one? Lake Powell? Is that huge? Powell is huge. I've, I've, I fished Powell. I went all the way up to Paiute Farms. I ran 110 miles one direction oh my God. to catch a
0: bass. Dude, I had my old supervisor. His name was DJ Williams. Um, he was in a bass club, and he crashed his boat on a little island there. Oh, yeah. He spent the night there. I think it was like three days. People weren't stopping because he was waving. He'd see people, the and he they said, thought he's just waving. Hi. He said he was stuck there, dude. He said it was horrible. He stopped fishing after that. But I was talking to him. He's like, oh, you're fishing? I'm like, yeah. He's like telling me that story. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He's like, yeah, dude. Like, we took water on, and, and then that was it. I drove it up on the shore.
1: When you go on PAL, you make sure you have clothes to spend the night. <laughs> uh, and food and water, seriously. Because it's be- so big, it's like the you ocean. can you can have a mechanical breakdown. Be up a river, so far up a gorge, and nobody will see you for days, mm-hmm. maybe weeks. People have been buried alive over there by the by the uh, landslides over there. Shit. F- rock for- oh, because they're big cliffs, right? On, yeah, and yeah. literally, well, these cliffs, some of them would you could see them. They'll literally come down and create this crev- crevice, uh-huh. and that's a crevasse, crevasse, <laughs> like a slip, and you would see. You could see these slides, well, that's where you want to fish or where the slides are because that's where all the rubble and chunk and boulders are on on those areas. But there's been several houseboats that have been covered up and people killed and buried Shit, yeah, but yeah, that's pals you got I don't care if it's Clear Lake Powell Delta I mean delta can get some serious gnarly waves out oh, there yeah. on the on the sack, you know but but you gotta you gotta be respectful to the water. I don't care wherever you are it can turn on you, you know. But um, as far as, you know, moving forward, um, I'll I'll say uh, regarding the the fishing California wise, um, you know, all the reports and and people I've talked to and they've a lot of people struggled, you know. So, I mean, I've been kicking myself and giving myself black eyes all all year. It's like, what am I doing? What
0: am I doing wrong? How many 10 pounders you seen this year from people?
1: You had Purcell had one. You had dimension you, had you, one you could probably put them on one hand that you know that Pot had one you could probably put them on one hand that you could say might that were legit but beyond that you know I, you know, the thing about these guys catching nine pounders and calling them 10 pounders you know <laughs> that that i'm over that but the thing is is that realistically the the numbers weren't there and i think too now more so I think guys are guarding guarding their lakes a little bit more, which is fine. I do it You're too. You're seeing less posts, less less yeah. media, less yeah, less media out there. But to earn it right now, you got to really earn it. And hands down, if you catch them, because the big bait thing right now, uh, as far as Magnum baits, what I call big baits, it's it just for me. I I haven't thrown a giant bait in a long time. I'm using those mid-sized mid mid-size baits, you know? What size are you using? Baits? You know, like anything smaller, eight inches and smaller, okay. you know? But, but as far as the like 10... Like the TK or the K9, stuff the, like that. Like the tiny, okay. like the tiny in that in that range, or, you know, or, you know, basically, um, or like a HUD, si- a hud size type bait, you know, or, or a rat mm-hmm. type deal. But even smaller, to be honest with you, smaller is better. And it's been trending that way for me for a while, quite a while. I've seen it. But then I'm in this phase right now where I'm like, man, you know, this whole uh, micro uh, finesse uh, the Japanese are doing. Uh, the BFS stuff? Yeah, that's... Have you thought about trying that? I've, I've lost so many big fish in the past. Um, but
0: you know, it's we were talking about it with someone else, I was... And it's turning into like something, a craze, like where yeah. it's like going to be like a swim bait thing. Almost.
1: Yeah, it, it can, it can. But here's what, here's what deters me from that is because of the way our lakes are being made up now with all this vegetation. Screwed. Well, even the, even the conventional, the standard conventional guys. And I'm looking at this. I'm like, everybody thinks, oh, I'm, you know, you, you set the hook and you got this fish and you're 50 feet, 100 feet off the bank and you got a 30 foot tree right under the boat. What are you going to do? You don't know. I mean, that fish is going to go for the tree, Mm -hmm. you know, or you, or you can fish, but how many rigs are you going to lose? How often are you going to be retiring and and fishing conventional? It's a jungle out there. So that vegetation and that, those trees and all that brush and stuff is going to haunt us for years. It's going to be great for the fishery, but fishability, it's tough. It, It, for the, I love throwing cranks. I love throwing cranks and the crankbait water is very limited now more than ever. The places where I can go and bang the bottom, I can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. There's just there's nothing there other than brush, you know, and and the type the style of type of fishing I like to do and spots that I know would hold big fish. Well, there's it's a forest. It's a jungle. Yeah. So, yeah, you they say, yeah, go at it a different angle, different approach to some extent. But there's only certain things that you can do. But in, in 20, 30 feet of water in a jungle, that's very hard to get yourself a maneuver around that. Mm-hmm. Especially when we're now changing over and throwing smaller baits, lighter lines, which I started doing. I don't like. i I've thrown six pound leaders on the top shot occasionally, but I don't like going any lighter. I, I mean, I've you had. You like going? You'll go eight or six is the lightest you go. Six is six is six is pretty much my breaking point where I'll go up to six pound and or down to six pound and uh six pounds pretty strong but i've had numerous numerous fish break me off on a jump on six pound yeah set the hook this is back in the day when castake was pumping them yeah six pound line set the hook jump break you eight nine eight nine ten pounder break you i'm like what the hell and i said that's it and i was using i was sponsored by berkeley trilene back then i said that's it no more you know but then i went over switched over and i got sponsored by cuda and their line was really good. The copolymer uh, line back then. It was F- X. X- is that y- all, what do you use now? I'm fishing. Uh, as far I'm 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 fishing um, a little bit of Seaguar on the more on the level of the of the pitch and punching. Which colors? Big that bait. One? The uh, red label. Red label. Okay. I'm throwing the red label. I like the red label. But then also, um, you know, um, I'm using the. Uh, Japanese um oh, I have a mind block right here um the um well, the, it's the most popular is samurai stuff. no oh, fluorocarbon um oh um I know what you're talking about I do we can't I even say that. it we yeah. can't I even say it now I know what you're talking it's about, it's competitive it's a competitor cigar it's um yeah.
0: I know what you're talking about. I could see it. I just why can't are we say going it. there? I don't fucking know. Either. Anyone, We gotta edit, got edit
1: this one here. Oh fuck it. But uh, so you're still thinking, my it, copo- right? yeah. I, I this is not going to. I'll have, I'll have it in a minute. Yeah. So bottom line is that the oh, copo- oh excuse me, copolymer I do like still, and the copolymer I'm using is also as well as P line CXX CXX. I like that when I'm around rocks for abrasion resistance, and when I'm night fishing especially too. If I'm night fishing, I'm throwing the CXX. Mm-hmm. You know, my opinion back in night fishing, the heavier the better, but don't overpower the bait either with the with the line. So there's a balance there. CXX is strong. It's rope. It's really really good. So I, I highly recommend the CXX, and it's reasonably priced, and it. It's, it's got a lot of stretch to it, so before its breaking point, it will stretch out. So when you do snag up and stretch your line and pop it, make sure you cut off a, at least a good four to six feet of line mm-hmm. because that line's already been stressed out to the point where it will break really easy. Um, so moving forward again.
0: <laughs> um, next question I have for you is, have you seen the fish adapt to the sonar forward-facing sonar have you noticed a difference so now that it's kind of it's <clears> a it's a standard on a boat it's not like it was before where it'd be some people here and there that have it i think everyone the fucking mom has it now i'll tell yeah.
1: you flat out right now 75 percent of the people that have it i'll say 80 percent of the people that have it minimum don't know how to use it yeah Still. it's a it's a learning curve There's a learning curve. Only Josh Jones. There's such a learning curve. (laughs) No, there's such a learning curve on that. But the thing is, is you got to constantly be adjusting it. See, okay, those guys back that heading back east, they got flat, flat. We have reservoirs here. Mm -hmm. Okay. They have lakes and they're more lateral, flat, flatter, gradual sloping banks. Here we have freaking swimming pools. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. I mean to adjust and to really set yourself up. Yeah. On suspended fish, I get that. You can see that. But when you're really cu- trying to find fish close to the bottom or structure oriented, it's a lot tougher. And now too, that, uh, our lakes are just full of brush. I mean, I'm hearing stories, guys are say, man, these fish are there, but I can't get to them. You know, they're there. I can see them, but yeah. I don't know what they are, you know, this and that. And they're so buried in the junk. I'm like, okay. So for me, you know, I've had some fun experiences with it. I mean, just where you could literally cast, retrieve, and see the fish, and they're coming at you, and it happens so quick. It's mm-hmm. it's it's awesome. But then they come across, they'll kamikaze you and come out kamikaze you come out right from the bottom and just blow up on you right in front of your face. <laughs> and you know you got 15 feet of line out, 20 feet of line yeah. out, and you got a hot fish on. I mean, that's fun. But to me, as far as the frequencies as far as um, conditioning with this fish yeah it's slowly affecting overall i would say east of, from texas on they're not exposing from themselves. texas on they're they have they're they're really blowing it up but east of texas it hasn't come on as strong or it hasn't even really broke loose yet let's face it they're not cheap
0: don't fuck no
1: they're not cheap at all so you know i'm not saying don't get into yeah. it but it is a commitment Who, it is a commitment a,
0: who's a, a local guy that you kind of know talk to that maybe be pretty good at it that kind of explained a lot of it
1: i haven't encountered anybody that i could say locally here that is like the 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 guru and if they are they're not saying it yeah. because the conversations i've had it's like they're like man They're frustrated. Mm -hmm. You get frustrated because of the time involvement, you know, and just the way the fish have to set up, you know, in certain zones. And let's face it, a lot of guys don't want to sit in 100, 200 feet of water. You know, then you got to deal with the boat boat traffic, skiers. And and Mm -hmm. you don't know what's coming at you when we're out on our lake sometimes out there, you know. Um, But yet i don't say i can't i can't i can't rule anybody out as far as that goes but i don't see anybody really blowing it up maybe they don't want to yeah they are keeping it a secret yeah, maybe because they're fishing you know? against you or something i mean they're not gonna the thing, the thing is is right now you know every you know the deal is just, i got a 32 number 32 transducer the 34 is the hot deal well okay i'm in the process of get, uh, updating and also then mm. now you you, you got to have a your battery, your, a lithium battery like within several feet of your unit To make it so you and, can bring it all in and tie it all in and get the cleanest, best, yeah. you know, microscopic, you know, I won't say microscopic, I shouldn't say that word, but, you know, the cleanest look that you could possibly get. And it's like, that's so much more. And the crazy part about it, the technology that they've already have coming, the, it's, none of it's, it's obsolete, be. you know, a lot of, st- it's cell phone type mentality, you know, these fish finders now. They they already got a new model out. Yeah, you know what I mean. When's it going to end? When you got to spend four four grand on if you want to if you want to fish, you know, if you want to live fish, you know, that's crazy. You know, it's just, it's just like um, out of it's out of control. Most people can't handle it. And and I mean, I I I'm trying to. There's some people that hit me up on you know, what should I do? This and that. It's hard because you may. On the table at home, you may say, yeah, I'm all into it. But when you get on the water, it's intimidating. And nobody wants to be technical and doing all this. Well, last week, I spent hours with customer support going into my units. And little did I know, my new live unit is an updated version and has CMAP already built in. But I didn't know I... I, wasn't, I didn't know my old unit didn't have CMAP either. Yeah. So I don't keep up. I don't follow all that. But I'm trying to get CMAP on my 16 live mm-hmm. on, on my council. I can program and get everything to come up. But when I click on the map, it doesn't come up. Just one color. Big blue, one color only. Tech support. I told them I had a newer unit on the front. I already programmed. Never had any problems with it. They didn't. It went right over their ear. And it freaking cost me two hours on the phone with them. I go, look. I go... Navy Onyx is working fine for me. I can, yeah, I can get all the layering and colors with Navy Onyx. Then he finally comes back. We go. Well, you have a Navy Onyx chip. I go. Well, I go. I told you I have an older unit and I have a newer unit. Yeah. And then I and I asked him. I go. Is there a difference? He goes. Well, yes. I go. Well, I told you one was new and one was older. You know. And he, and he didn't catch that. Yeah. But moving forward, guys, you got. You're only as good as sometimes as your tech support. Tech support. And even then. <laughs> And even then, they need, they need a life preserver sometimes. <laughs> I'm telling you. But anyways, I went through my units, and I was going through cleaning up. And another thing, too, what's nice with the technology, I went by a lot of the GPS marks I have, and I was like, I have all these dots, you know? Yeah. Well, I like to, I always like to put a symbol, either a rock or a soft vegetation. Lots of
0: dick pictures on his... his um...
1: Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> I went through, and I, and I put all the symbols in, uh, on all these different marks i put but i always put a subject on there so you know or what a comment the, yeah so at least i know what it is
0: you know how hard it is that, like i me and joe are fishing and i'm just marking spots and it's like you just want to go uh, just keep going and then right i put joe or i put nick or i put joe too or you know it's just a
1: fucking hassle and a half you know but it helps later on it does help later on and another thing one real quick tip is that when you do mark a spot you mark the spot but also too there's there's a spot in a spot so you want to sometimes mark two spots and then when you pull up on those spots with the big motor you shut down two three hundred feet away that's a little extreme sometimes but Mm -hmm. i do a lot I shut down, and I come up on the trolling motor, drop it down, and I come in there and fine-tune myself and stay off the spot at least 50 to 80 feet. So I can get a long cast without spooking those fish and bouncing on transducer right off their head. I don't Mm want to be pinging on their head, and I'll make that long cast. And I'll tell you what, I've done it many a times that first or second cast, instant fish. I'm on, you know. You get that first one, stupid one. Sometimes you can trigger a, a, a few fish to go, but if you sit right on them or motor right over them in less than 30, 40 feet of water, sometimes they won't, when you come up on them, drop on them, they mm-hmm. won't even bite. Or sometimes they're not even there. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. But I'm even thinking about, using the downs down, uh, the the sonar down scan more mm-hmm. and, and, and pushing myself away off the live fishing a little bit from certain when I get on certain targets and I want, because then I can really, I could really see on a white screen, background screen, old school of what, what's really going on. And, um, is that why you're doing it? Because you used to do it and you kind of want it, it, it's kind of old school going back old school a little bit, mm-hmm. but I know, I could read it really well and if that fish is in the vicinity or I could I I could really hone in on them especially more on the on the vertical end of it too you know I can I can do that on a down scan and uh, that there's times that you can pay that'll pay off but then there's times it won't because the fish can be very skittish too Um, you know I'm going to fish a lot deeper now I'm going to you know take take my take my fishing down to deeper depths too and it just Go places. What do you usually... I'm not going to say out of my... What's you you usually fish, though? What's considered deep? Well, yeah, to you. Like, what do you usually don't go past? I, I don't have a... I don't have... Well, I don't have a breaking point, so to speak. But mm-hmm. typically, typically, once you get over 65, 70 feet, that's pretty deep. But there's always fish. There's always deep water fish. There's always nomad fish. But it's just finding them when they're active and if they're set up on the spot for how long you know and that's the thing you know if you're gonna if you're gonna concentrate on those deeper fish where the bait balls are out in that 40 50 60 feet of water you know that deeper structure will those fish eventually are gonna go but those are the fish that you want to come back and make your um you want to make a your your milk run on Mm -hmm. and and check one spot they're not biting it doesn't mean they're not going to bite all spots but cycle through them throughout the day and then every now and then pull in the shallows and, and check it out and, and check in some now we're junk fishing now i'm talking yeah. about junk fishing, yeah yeah okay but that's what i like to do mm-hmm. I'll ha- i can have a flipping stick punching and stick and then i'll have a spinning rod you know but then you got to realize too this is a transitional time of the year these fish are all over the charts and it's they, they can be really hard to find and hard to catch sometimes but they're moving and they're following bait and that's the thing. Um, we're on the verge right now of things busting loose as well, too. Ready to be big bait time right now. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna go to the big bait. I'm just gonna go to fall transition okay. right now. The trout to fall transition, and with the way conventional things with tactic tactics will work pretty good, and then they'll be. I mean, and I'll have that big bait, that bigger bait out, and I will throw that bait. But I'm not throwing a trout bait number one until we get trout in the water or and when the time sets up right mm-hmm. but until then i'm not going to throw that trout bait but i will throw other baits or swim swim swimmers or swim baits whatever you want to call them in that eight inch size and smaller and catch the, and go for the bigger class of fish mm-hmm. but remember that, that right now everything is micro there's a lot of micro a lot of micro stuff so you want to throw small my thing is scale down what, lighter what line kind of smaller bait.
0: Small baits are you throwing kelly
1: Hey, I'm gonna tell you flat out right now. I'm gonna tell you flat out right now, and I'll show you guys some stuff eventually when I do when I do a tutorial regarding the finesse, mm-hmm. the finesse head that we're doing. But that finesse head is money. It's game on. Um, so that has been uh, the swimmers, you know, anything the yeah. small swimmers, the Demiki uh, armor shad. That's that mm-hmm. this year. I really broke into it really hard, and I, I caught a lot of fish on the Domeki Armour Shads. The three inches just smoking them.
0: The big thing I like about that, and I think a lot of guys have, the, the chi, there's nothing wrong with the kai My problem is in the salt, they get destroyed so quick, the Domeki will last you a little longer. Hmm. And that's the reason I like throw my A-Rigs and even the finesse stuff. And going back to the finesse head, so the little story behind that is, I wanted <sighs> to make a finesse head later, And this was year, probably like six months ago when we started with it. So I kind of drew what I want and Kelly hammered out and made the shape. So we were able to put that together and have it designed. And we went through like a couple different, you know, uh, prototypes, but that's kind of like how that came about. Kelly had a huge hand in it, uh, where he kind of did most of the prototyping and the design, even the colors, you know, like I think five of the colors are going to be his four to five of them. Uh, that he kind of came up with and mixed. So the the finesse head is a lot to do with Kelly. It'll be out uh, very soon. I'm waiting for the packaging because we got all new packaging. So I wanted to wait for that. But I'm thinking hopefully by the end of this month or beginning of next month. But uh, Kelly had a huge, huge help. And he's, I mean, knows what he's fucking doing. So
1: (laughs) a lot of, a lot of, I did a, I did a lot of mine, uh, mind researching going back in my head on yeah. stuff i've done in the past and then thinking about and, and here's the thing is that i don't want to look at anybody's stuff out there i'm like okay i know basics what you know basic and i know how i know how to mix colors too mm-hmm. so i was like going back to my my old roots and just like okay and i came up with i think eight colors eight or nine colors for you and they're all badass yeah we
0: saved them all all. no they're
1: they're all good but it's just too much it's too but but four or five of them covers the spectrum and that's all you really need yeah you know but just having that for myself being able to mix a color that nobody's got or just something a little different i'm not saying that we got something that's Completely different because you can't... We're, we're, a darter head's a darter head. How about that? You can't reinvent the wheel, but yeah. the thing is is that we can put a little twist to it. We got, you know, Ferrari paint job, you know? <laughs> I mean, we got a design that, that that is proven that works. Yeah. You know, and a look that's good. We got the exploded eyeball on there, you yeah, know? Yeah, we put a big eyeball. The eyeball, the eyeball is the king, but, and, you know? and this
0: is the crazy thing. Kelly has pretty much done everything with Viking had for me from the beginning. Like we were up the first, oh, the first <laughs> fucking, <laughs> the first night we were up, uh, like shit till like three in the morning painting because we had so many issues. I did not have the proper paint booth. I didn't have anything set up like it is now. Uh, it, it was, you know, trial, pretty much hey, it's been a trial and error the first year. I went
1: nine, 10 hour shifts with you Yeah, that we went, and just trying to hammer out and do shit (laughs) and and the thing is is that i always want natural lighting around me yeah you know and natural lighting is a key and that's the first thing i'm going to tell anybody when it comes to bait making and colors and specs you need natural lighting and and that's something i always look at when when i look at a bait in a store i want to walk it out and look in the sun and see what it looks like you know I, i mean that's just me but I'll hold it up to the lights and kind of get an idea it's trans- how transparent. Yeah, light refractions, shade tra- transfers. You know, there's so much into it. But the thing is, is the little things that make a difference, and that's what I wanted to help. And and and, and, and Kelly's and achieve Kelly's is, is, uh,
0: bass, Jesus, and PT. Those are his colors. He he made uh, those colors. So if you guys like that, those are two of the top line colors. He, he's the guy that made up the idea for those so it's been it's been a crazy all this shit has been and moving and having everything kind of ready and set up and now i moved houses and now it's like fuck you know so it's been it's been wild but it's finally starting to everything's starting to line up where there's a method now it's not a,
1: a meaning to the madness yes yeah a meaning to the madness but this 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 finesse head that i that that you know that i had my hands on first thing i took it to piru the first day it opened this year and i i could have caught 150 fish on it it was unbelievable it was every other cast and that was with the damiki armor shad too but um the possibilities and oh crappie too oh my gosh you know these these i call them swimmers you know these finesse swimmers and stuff i catch giants on them too but i'm i'm gonna I'm going to expand my, my technique a little bit with the finesse type stuff to, you know, to different areas and things and, and, mm-hmm. and see if I can, if I can do it and what I want to do. And I'll, 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 I'll there'll be a news at 11 sometime next year. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys know about it. But seriously though, I, yeah, I want to experiment a little bit, you know, and it all depends on how the, how the fish set up and where I can do certain techniques. But there's another thing I'm do, uh, There's a couple of other some mods and things that I've been doing. Yeah. S- stuff that I can't, well, I can't, I can't put out in public. And it will make people mad or, or, <laughs> or whatever. But I've, done, I've been doing some of my own things, my yeah. own twist, me. And, you know, there's only a, a few people around me that will be able to get their hands on some certain things mm-hmm. that, I, that I've been doing. And, uh, I'm not trying to make money and I'm not trying to exploit or take, you know, I just, I want to catch fish and I want to just put something out there that's a little different that works, you know, and I'm not copying anybody, so to speak, but yet it's my little deal. That it's I'm your doing. take on. It's things. my take and I take it to another level and do little things, but it, it helps. Yeah. For me, it's rewarding, you know, and as a lure manufacturer, you can't make everything now you can't make everything that everything that's out there and you know there's seasonal times where cer- certain things work and c- certain things don't work but you know what a dart head i'll fish a darthead in 50 feet of water you know people don't do that i'm old school <laughs> i'll drag a dart head on the bottom yeah in 50 feet of water and i smoke them okay i have smoked them on uh, in the dead of winter time just dragging a dart head on the bottom, and those boys up north, they know all about that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And they're catching spotted bass, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm I'm catching largemouth, big largemouth sometimes too. But that's been just something I just what I was doing back many years ago that still works today. Which I haven't drugged a dart head in, in a long, long time. This year, I drug a dart head on the bottom, shallow in springtime, and my I got a five pounder. Yeah, you know. And that was pretty cool on the on the on the finesse head yeah you know and that was at Diamond Valley you know and uh, you did a transition this year where you fished DVL a little more I fished DVL because you were fishing Paris a lot I fished nah, I wouldn't say a lot but I fished I I the last couple of years I've been fishing DVL in the springtime because I know I know there's big fish there and I know I got that possibility of catching that double digit and it seems like you know, I catch that eight or nine pounder every every spring, you know, but it's like I'm looking for the 10. Well, those eight and nine pounders are legitimate. They just don't have, you know, that, that, they're not eating, they're not eating those trout. They don't have the protein. Yeah, to they're get, not the To get where yet. they need yeah. to be, you know, they're, they're, they're big fish. They got heads on them like 12 pounders, 13, you know, mm-hmm. 13 pounders, but they don't have the, the mass in, in some cases. But, um, uh, DVL though I spent some time out there it was a, that was tough tough summer night fishing for me this year even though I had a five and a half pound average on the fish I was catching mm-hmm. didn't get the numbers and that was all because how the lake came up and didn't set up the way I wanted it to set up for my style of fishing and what I want to do but what is what you usually
0: you you know say it was set up the way you wanted to are you starting off with like a rat what are you starting off with well, you're really getting personal here. Or um, no? What What would be some techniques? How about that? Like you would. Well, start no. Off, if right, it was
1: setting up the way you wanted to. I'll tell you what. This the for me the big the worm didn't do. Damn, Usually did good. The worm the big worm didn't do what yeah. it normally do, or, or the Ica didn't produce like it has in the past for the bigger fish. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that and and just reaction overall the the crank didn't produce like. It has in the past, you know. I catch big fish on them, too. You
0: were telling me that the guys that were winning the tournaments kind of had something locked, right, as well? Like, they they're they're suppo- well,
1: okay, the – The guys that were doing very the, well. Everybody was saying the big worm, the big worm this year is all. But as much – for as much as they threw the big worm, and then I went down to – I went – The big worm and then went down to a 10 inch worm and then i went down to a a seven inch worm and i'm like it ain't happening you know what i'm saying i'm like what are these guys are these guys just stumbling or have have the have the golden (laughs) spot you know it's like i kept hearing this yeah we got them on the jig or we got them on a on the worm i'm like we got them on the rat i kept hearing the rat i'm like dude that rat bite come on it's (laughs) it's been such a small window and I'm telling you, they those fish know the rat sound out there. They they've been conditioned so much with the wake bait out there. Yeah, that's had me thinking. Wow, man, do I have to really go old school and bring out my old bag of tricks? But then I'm looking I'm looking at the thing at the percentages and how many casts you got to make. And I just fished a big bass derby a couple of weeks ago. Had great conditions. Um, I fished I fished it. So who sold. won that one? A couple guys, first and second place, had six pounds, barely over six pounds. Really? That's on here. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Had a couple barely over six. Had a couple help f- and the, a couple fives, a little over fives. It was tough. Yeah. I mean, who's cashing checks with five pound fish? Yeah. And I seen that this year. You know, I'm like, <laughs> DVL. I mean,
0: come on, guys. I seen a couple of tournaments when I was just watching people's shit that are just horrible weights, like horrible weights. And like you're saying, it's the lake, little lake conditions and the you know cycle right now, and that's the cycle that uh, we're at, I guess, right now until next year. It's, you, know? you
1: know, timing is all important right now. You know, um, it, 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 yeah, you can put all the, put in the time and everything, but a lot of guys are just bumping their heads, and like from including myself, yeah. And it's almost like I, I'm in a. I feel like I dug myself a hole and I can't get out. And it's like, okay, well, I'm just gonna wait to. Wait till the temperatures drop a little bit more, you know. I want to get up to Clear Lake. I really want to get up to Clear Lake, really, really bad, you know. But that's, you know, I, that's not a hundred percent. So, but I want to do it, and I wanna, I want to branch out next year, you know. I wanna, I want to get into uh, a new, a, a new, another tow vehicle so I can get out of. state. Are you looking to get a new, a new truck? Get out of state, some possibly, and just uh, be able to track. fish
0: the one bass, dude.
1: I can't. I'm not. I can't handle the m- consecutive uh days. Oh, really? I can't, Too much. Right m- now. I cannot handle those conse- yeah. consecutive days, man. Yeah, I've hit the three hundred thousand mark, man. <laughs> oh, I spun it. I spun it already three times, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, me, I. You know. Do I, you feel like you're slowing down a little right now? Well, we're all slowing down. Yeah, always, but I mean... Yeah, of course. I mean, well, I'm still fishing with 25, year You still fish? I'm fishing with 30-year-olds and 35-year-olds or whatever, and still, I can still sling a bait just as long no, as them No, but you're or, still fishing
0: when you're fine, like if there's no back problem or knee or anything. You're still fishing once I a fished, week.
1: I fish through the pain. Scoot your shoot up the mic a little more. I fish through the pain. The pain. No pain, no gain. <laughs> no, seriously, though. You just, it's mind over matter, remember yeah, that. You're yeah. doing something you love... You, you you focus into that, and you just you just get through it. But you know it, it's just like I got to realize you know one day I won't be able to do. It. I got to do it while I can. But I got to take advantage of venturing out to other bodies of water. Do if, you think you have to because right now just the bite's not here? I want to do. it bec- I sh- should have did it this year like the smart ones did. I'm mm-hmm. not mentioning names, <laughs> but but the smart ones did go out of town and go out and get a few good ones. And yeah, I, got, I, the, I river. Wanted, I got wanna, the river. We got the river right here, right? I want to do it. I wanted to do that. Two three years ago, I seen this coming. Yeah. I just did, just haven't done it. But but well, also too, you know, dude, I had I had surgery in December. It took yeah. me through what beginning of March to get myself together yeah. this yeah. year, and then I got rear-ended in June, and and got you Blues know back out. You know, got my got a whiplash and going through a lawsuit right now. So I'm like still finishing up my therapy, uh, therapy, doing physical therapy two three times a week. When am I going to fish? Yeah. You know, when, when, when I'm allowed to, when, I, when, the, when the moon's bad or the conditions are bad, I want to go when the conditions are setting up, at least to my favor. I yeah. didn't have that for, for, for this year. So I had, you know, the night tournaments, but beyond that, it sucked. Yeah. You know, really, but trying to be positive and move forward, though, yeah, I want to venture out. So I'm, Do You uh, want to go to NorCal or not? I'm going Nor- to fish, Nor- fish NorCal. I want to go to Arizona a little bit, but I want to get up in Idaho, too. You know, I definitely want to get up in Idaho. I got a friend up there. I got to pay my buddy Jay Tidmore a, a visit, and we're going to go up and get onto some big smallmouth.
0: What lakes do you like up there?
1: Well, there's, there's, there's several, there's several lakes. There's the main, the main town in Idaho that everybody knows, um, Coeur d'Alene. And out of Cordillera, there's a the, the reservoir is that's is where uh, It's world class. Bill DePriest from PCS. There's several people up there. He guides and, there.
0: He has a guide service up there. Bill. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's several people up there too. I can't think of his name. MLF uh, Pro as well. Palnick's uh, not up there, is he? No. Oh, there was somebody I believe okay. that was up out of there. But um, yeah, so there is there is a lot of good water out there. It's just getting there at the right time of the year. Every, every lake's got their, their windows yeah. and being able to set yourself up for that. So I, I want to try to do that, but you know, I, I, I look at California is like, where can you drive an hour and a half or, or say under two hours and have a shot. to catch a 10 pounder. That's pretty damn good. You got you know, what At least five different lakes. You could go, you to. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that that's, that you got your shot at a 10 pounder. Anytime you go out, you know, there it, there is going to be a turnaround time where, you know, we're going to see some stuff happen. And it's all going to fall around the pre-spawn, stockings, pre-spawn type, you know, time of the year. That will happen. Um, but I just, I just uh, heard, listened to something. I heard somebody talk about, they were talking, somebody was talking to some San Diego guys recently. And mm-hmm. they were saying, yeah, the, the big double digits didn't show up this year in San Diego County. And that they're all waiting you know and, and there was th- rumor that well did they die or what's going on they didn't die i mean there are certain times you'll have die-offs but not the whole county
0: do you think that maybe possibly that these fish are getting conditioned to the big baits and they're just not- oh that's already been done been there and done that and it's just they're not going to buy it, them the what, same- what's
1: crazy is that these these younger class fish it's almost like the genetics are being passed on sure it could be from their their pea-sized brain to the to the to their
0: siblings they did that uh, they did I a like, study with mice like that did you see that they no. would shock the mice i'd probably heard this on a fucking podcast or something they'd shock the mice somehow like if they touched something well they had kids and the fucking little mice did this they would they were conditioned it. yeah that's or they crazy they did something like where they they did something to them and they acted like they got shot it was something that's weird crazy but they were conditioned to know that did something.
1: It kind of, it kind of, that kind of makes sense because to me, if I'm throwing a bait that's 20 years old, 30 years old, and I can't get a bite, let alone a follower, I mean, just even mm-hmm. a follower, I'm like, what happened? You know? Yeah. But then you have to realize, too, is that the amount of baits, that particular, say that particular wake bait, that I used and now there's 50 of them.
0: That's like 250.
1: Okay, and the <laughs> wake bait. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll just say the slammer. Yes. Okay. And now there's 50 versions of it. And in cl- and that 50 versions go, go right into the rat bait. Go into the bluegill wakes. It all transferred into that. So you have a basic bill a basic wobble Mm -hmm. a basic sound frequency and that all changes from bait manufacturer and how far away you separate the joint your v your v how you you carve out the v Mm -hmm. how how far down it how far down it sits in the water that all equates to the sound of how it telegraphs but it's all basically the same idea the same version of it but just a little different and there's so many of that now that these fish have seen it all. Yeah, And it's like, you got to catch them when they're vulnerable. You got to catch them when it's raining, nasty wind, stormy, whatever it may be, when you can kind of get out there in that pre pre uh, pre uh, pre before the storm comes in. Basically, you want that prefrontal condition type stuff it was it could be epic, mm-hmm. you know, and there's times you can get them in the middle of it to some extent, but or even sometimes, in between the storms, where before it used to be kind of tough. Now you can get them in between the storms on the bigger baits, where before fishing was tough, but now these bigger baits would draw those bigger, bigger bites. Mm-hmm. You know. So right now, you got knockoffs coming off now too. The knockoffs is a whole another deal. That you know, I, I, to me, that's just kind of a cheap shot in a sense, but. You know, it. I guess it boils down. It's all boils down to money availability, right. opposed to having a custom handmade bait versus a production bait. Have you? Did? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I don't have production baits. I don't have production. No baits. No production baits. I'm gonna be a liar here. See? Am I gonna be a liar here? Production baits. What do I have that's a production bait that I can say I have? You've a produ- got Jeremy- I have you, I have have. I have. I guarantee you have a production bait, of Jeremy's. Jeremy's. I don't consider Jeremy's a production bait. I'm talking about. I'm um, an injected an injected production bait. You don't use any of his injected bait. I don't have one injected Jeremy's Black Dog. Black Dog bait. Okay. No, I don't. I don't. All my stuff all is all I take it back. I no well, I am a liar, see? No, the the uh, TK's, K9. Well the the, T, the TK the TK, yes, in Japanese the TK's I do but the, uh, shellcracker, the small, yes, uh, that's what the saying, little ones. The yes. Little ones. I do have those. Yes, I do. But overall as a whole, typically I don't have, I can't say I have a ton of them. Yeah. I really don't. I like, I like wood baits or, or carved baits, you know, or just not production baits, not ser- true production baits that are mass quantity baits. Uh, limit- Would you buy a wood
0: over a resin?
1: Yeah, it's all about swimming. I would, I would, I would it, it overall I would, yes. But until you see the injected bait in front of you and that's the thing that nobody is, these bigger companies aren't showing you swim, swim videos. No. You're buying it because of the name or because, guys, yeah. you know, <laughs>
0: Joe, Joe Schmo, <laughs>
1: Joe Schmo blow freaking. you know, oh, I'm endorsing this bait, you know, or this is the Berkeley, blah, blah, but blah. But that's the way or, it's been forever. Look you know, at the pros with the I know. shit they use. But, but, but like, the thing is, is that how many of them, okay, but things have changed too. They're, they're getting on, they know that they're going to take heat. And they got to be throwing and backing up that bait in 100%. And if they're not involved in the bait, that's on them. And you yeah. know what? That's all bad. But we, that that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But But they, I mean, it's all about money. Mm-hmm. But now you got to back up when it comes to a big bait something like that, proven. Hey, proof is in the pudding, man. You, you get that production bait in your hand. No one's, no one's putting out
0: these. The, when you do a new bait, you don't see a lot of casts to catch anymore. Someone was saying, like, nope. back in the day when you put a bait out and it didn't catch, like, a five or an eight or whatever. It was like, yeah, whatever. Now it's kind of like you're just maybe because it's different. And I get the reasoning by people buying these random baits because it's like, well, maybe this is different than someone else's and I can catch something on it. Makes complete sense. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah, that's 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 true. That is so. That is so true. Because what if that but, one bait is
0: like the bait, and you bought five of them, and the guy stopped making them? You're like, shit, I got this bait now. Cool. You know, who knows?
1: There's there's dozens of those out there, but they'll never. The public will never see them, because that's the golden bait yeah. that 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 guy made in his garage, and he only gave it to a couple of his boys, and that's as far as it goes. Yes. You know what i mean I, I mean i've heard stories of guys getting loan baits borrowed <laughs> baits and have to return them oh they what do you mean no, they sold or, the- or use them in a tournament and leave go out of state with a freaking with the someone else's bait oh well, you know i don't no. i don't
0: like borrowing shit because what if i lose that i'm fine
1: i i i got there's some stories out there but you
0: leave you you take. Well, now a, you got
1: to tell me the fucking story. You, you take can't just a say. you take a unicorn. Jeremy will tell you this story. I'll probably save that one for Jeremy to tell. Let
0: me. you tell it. Jeremy's J- not gonna give a no, fuck. You got to. Jeremy turn on.
1: Jeremy can tell this story much better than I can. But all I can say is that Jeremy, Jeremy had had a unicorn, and loaned it out. You know. Uh huh. He's had these unicorns that he's loaned out, but, but just like, not just him, but, but why other, the fuck other, people, but other people, but other people, but other people. Why had, would you do that if no, you had a unicorn? Jeremy's Jeremy has stuff. Um, Jeremy's had stuff for years that I've seen, but there's other, there's a, there's only a, a, a couple people out there that can, that are going to say, shut up. They're telling me to shut up right now. And, and you know <laughs> what it's, but it's fact. Jeremy has some stuff out there that's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. But Jeremy, it's only Jeremy. Jeremy only has two hands, and he's only got a helper. He's 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 making you a special, special bait, custom bait. That's the big thing difference
0: with him. I mean, there's only a couple people I can think of that still do the wood bait like Jeremy. It's like Tanner does one. He does it, but Jeremy kind
1: of like he's been doing it for. That's all he knows. That's all he knows, and he knows what he knows, and he knows what works, and he's not not going to reinvent the wheel. But, but, uh, myself and my a friend of mine, we we might be doing something. I've already been invited to to do a collaboration with doing a bait, but we may. We may do something You may, might make one. We may do something, but I haven't even. Well, Jeremy has been wanting to do something for a long, long time. But, but more recently, though, I've been having a discussion with another friend of mine, and we we uh, we witnessed something phenomenal this year that we seen, and we wanted to possibly we I we're not even showing a video. We're not showing anything, but we wanted to possibly take this to another level. To like, let's. I already said it. I wanted to make this bait a long time ago, but mm-hmm. the fact is, is that. You know, I don't want a, I don't want a Disneyland toy. You know what I mean? And and you got you only got a couple guys that can really make this happen. That really, I mean, you got Rego. Jerry is one right there. Like mm-hmm. he's the wizard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When it comes when it comes to that, he's a guy that at that level can already look at the mechanics of it, the hydrodynamics. <laughs> and all the materials all wrapped up he's got right here already yeah. when he just the just to speak of it to visualize it you know because i'm a visualist too yeah jeremy's a visualist those are special gifts that you have that you know oh, yeah i got it okay this is this is we can do this or this has already been done well it has been done but it hasn't been done right you follow me wow. and yeah. the thing is is doing it right the first time having the right size or maybe two sizes, two options, which is good. You know, which, which is, you know, always good to follow up with a with a backup or another size. You know, you got to be able to capture the market and keep things relative you know, in, in, in perspective and keeping people interested. But you know what? Um, there still is room out there. It's just not reinventing the same wheel, not making the same bluegill that everybody's making that's already been made in the same same rat. In the same rat over and over and over again because 8 out of 10 of them, you take 8 out of 10 of them and you can line them up, and there's such a resemblance on them. And the bluegill is the same thing. It's like, well, what did you do different? So the only newest bait you could think of, like a a, not just swim
0: bait, would be like a chatter bait. That's a newer bait. (laughs) Did someone make one before Z-Man?
1: I've heard stories, who every, I mean, like, I, you know, the thing is, is that any, anything is possible and you got to realize the musky fishermen were doing this shit before time and and they did stuff back then and there's been bladed baits back in the day, you know? Like there's been underspinned, there's been swing heads. There, all that there's has been, been there's been a version of it, but refined, mm-hmm. refined for bass fishing mm-hmm. or a more of a specialty type bait yes we've taken that to another level um there's still room for there's i got i got i got a lot of ideas that i come through my head and i'm like i wake up in the morning i got something i'm like oh man this is awesome Mm -hmm. and you know what i i got a ton of stuff and i'm thinking this will work and i'm like i gotta i gotta give it a try you got the swimming pool. I wish I had a swimming pool. If I had the swimming pool, I could wake up in the morning, go in the garage, tie it up, make it up, rig it up, do it, whatever I got to do just to get a basic, a basic idea of how it's going to flow, rate of fall, just mm-hmm. an idea, something, an, an accessory or something to start with something and get an idea, and then build off of that. And that's why having a swimming pool is so important. But I can I could visually create this in my head Mm -hmm. but to apply it and to construct it is a different i don't have the hands i used to have but i i know there's a lot stuff that can still be done and i know guys are doing stuff out there but they're not sharing it yeah um and in in and especially too in the bass world too well not on the mlf but more on the bass masters or certain certain levels where you're not or less less levels where you don't have uh, cameras so to speak yes because when you got cameras on the deck
0: you don't see shit gonna, you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. but
1: but it's the guys that are doing stuff low-key in the tournaments the teams you know the lower level tournaments those guys you know there's stuff out going out there with these team partners and stuff that are tweaking stuff and doing stuff in their garage oh that's been going on for years yeah and that's what you need to have an advantage now yeah you know but i i love you know gosh i'm when it comes to chatter baits and tweaking stuff and combinations and jigs you know and i'm just thinking baits, of a that, chatter, chatter bait because it's like that's
0: the only one where they got the patent you haven't seen anyone really fucking make a chatter bait well that, that's
1: not. pretty pretty much expired the i patent? mean i mean as far as well there's every a lot there's a lot of other chatter baits coming out well the only one i've seen mm. is as a what that then, you you got the, then you got the berkeley slobber knocker yeah. which is a it's been you know, there was guys using it out the gate first thing this year, but then you're not hearing anything much about it, and it may be because it's probably working pretty good. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not throwing it. I make my own chatterbaits. I make my own spinner and so on and so on. But you know, I make them to my version, my liking. In fact, Eric won a won. A, he won a tournament on on one of my my, my newer spinnerbaits. Really? Yeah, Eric won. Won. A, he won Isabella. Oh shit! Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he won. He won a Isabella on my spinner bait. So that's 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 makes me happy. I'm like, yeah. And then he threw it at Castaic and got him in prefish and s- snagged it and broke off and <laughs> wish he wish he had another one. So I, I yeah. But he just told me, yeah, I got I got to make him some more. So I made him a couple more and I I want to make some more of those spinner baits. I came up with a color something different. I I consider it way different. And it's one of those colors and combinations that. It works everywhere Mm -hmm. so I'm like cool and that's what what I like I like it to come up with something that's versatile in multi uh conditions uh clarities and so on so I don't have to keep changing back and forth all you got to do is you want to change your trailer put a different trailer on there you know what have you so but yeah so as far as um stuff in the works yeah everything's in the works you know there's always room for improvement there's always uh there's always something that is around the corner. And sometimes some of the most obvious things that we've had in front of us, we don't see until somebody says, hey, I'm gonna do this and this, and there it is. And you're like, well, why didn't I think of it? You know what I'm saying? And that's the crazy thing about when you're fabricating building, you know? You may have everything on the table here, but you're like, well, what am I gonna do? Yeah. It's here. Yeah. It's just getting everything put together at a, at a specifically and, and, and making it functional or making it a bait that you can adjust and make it a, a two in one. Yeah. And to me, that, I like the idea of having a two in one time bait. And that I like to see, I, I wish I would have seen more in the glide bait industry. Yeah. The, everybody made a glide bait with basically the slow sink r- ratio. I like the idea of having a glide bait that you can wait and change your rate of fall. If you want a 0 to 5 or a 0 to 10, more I'd love that. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Get in that strike zone, okay? Keep it in that strike zone at a longer period of time, okay? And now when you're, when you're, a pan, when you're panning out or zoom, uh, uh, live fishing, tar, mm-hmm. you know, and um, video fishing, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> video fishing. You know, that, that glide bait deal, that that to me, for, for big bait out here, that is it would be the deal. Okay? Because you're gonna hone in and you're throwing a bigger bait bigger bait, you're gonna see that bait, and you're gonna see the followers on that bait. You know, especially this year, last year too, especially we didn't have the clear the the clarity of water we normally have. Our water our lakes were really colored lakes. We didn't have that a water clear cleaner clear clear water like we've had in the past so typically you'd see your followers now you you know gosh water clarity if you got 6 feet of water clarity that's really good mm-hmm. you know typically we'd have 8 to 15 yeah 8 to 30 depends on where you're at i haven't seen that this year you know um but that's all relative because now next year's going to be well, what's going to happen next year? We don't know exactly, but if anything, I think it's going to be better. Our f- this year's class of fish are going to be going off. There's going to be a strong bite tomorrow. Uh, next year, with uh, you know, pound and three quarter the three pound fish. You know, you, you can go out and take your kids out there and have a blast. Gotta be rare. You know, give it to <laughs> give it to give it two years, and it's going to be really really good. Yeah. As long as we don't have this epic freaking drought all of a sudden and our lakes go down a hundred feet you know yeah. yeah and they're still filling up diamond valley and this is something they've never never had you're filling up the freaking lake all year to fill it up yeah and they and they're they say still got like at least 20 feet to go minimum 20 feet to yeah. go and they're supposed to have it done but see these you got rising water in the summer rising water in the fall those fish aren't used to that yeah you know and I keep going back to Diamond Valley because I I've spent so much time on it this year. But yet, you know, I didn't see the life that I've normally seen on that lake um, shallower like the bluegills, you know, uh, shad. I, I haven't seen a shad in a couple of years, at least. Fuck. Stripers, though. Striper, striper uh, population has been consumed now, by the way. Mm-hmm. since they brought all this water they're bringing all this water in there's a bunch of baby stripers in Diamond Valley nice I don't know about nice well, but too much is too much <laughs> of anything right. too much of anything is bad yeah okay too much of anything is bad yeah we got to thin out the populations of the bass and all our lakes largemouth bass we got to thin them out okay i think it you know it'd be better to do it when they're table fair size pound and a half to two and a half three pounds at the most yeah and and, and thin them out i'm not saying they'll wipe them out just thin them out thin them out and that'll help the the gene pool and that bigger class of fish and that'll create that six to eight nine pound class of fish more steady Mm -hmm. on a regular basis in these tournaments you know and then you'll have your occasional 10 9 10 pound 11 pound fish which those are extinct Right. They're there, but why aren't they the big million dollar question? Why aren't those big fish eating or when are they eating or how do you catch them? Yeah, that's the million dollar question. You tell me because, you know, um, I'm not hearing it and I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's always that next cast. You never know that next cast, that next cast. So I'm looking forward to getting in some fall fishing. Um, I'm going to be throwing that Viking finesse head, um, real soon again. And, uh, hopefully I can catch a couple good fish on it. And before the release date, that's my plan on that. Awesome. And then, um, m- hopefully make a trip up to, to, uh, to Clear Lake. If that's we'll have, possible. We'll have a
0: couple of videos breaking down stuff from Kelly as well. Pretty soon. As soon as, uh everything's lined up but um i want to say thank you kelly for coming on it's been another fun episode i wanted to get him back on he hasn't been on in a while so hopefully the next time he's on he's talking about his double digit he caught on the viking (laughs) head
1: hey i'll tell you it's it's not that far it's not that far off i'm telling you i i know how to do it i know where to do it it's just if i can intercept that fish you know and and being it's timing it's all about it's all about timing and you know, I'm gonna have it's a crazy thing about it. I'm gonna have a finesse, Viking head, and I'll have an eight inch, the <laughs> ten do. inch big bait plastic sitting next to it. Yeah. And I'm gonna go back and forth. Yeah. And and that's the crazy thing. You know what I'm saying? It's I'll have six pound, maybe eight pound rigged up, and I'll have twenty pound with a big bait to twenty five on the opposite side of the deck, and I'll be going back. That's extreme, but that's the thing. I can catch a big, big one on either or. Junk fisherman, junk fisherman, you do it all. Yeah, well, I want to say one thing though, guys. Be kind to your loved ones and uh, don't take anything for granted in life, okay? Because uh, we are going through some crazy times right now. And one thing I wish and I pray for everybody that we can hopefully a year from now we can all look back, and hopefully things we can put a lot of things behind us that's going on, and we uh, we'll have fishing. We'll still have our fishing, and we'll still have our freedom because that's important.
0: All right, Kelly. Thanks for coming on, dude. Appreciate
1: it. You got it. All right.